AB 3088 continues protection for residential tenants with a financial hardship specifically related to COVID-19 from being evicted until 2021 under certain circumstances. Hello, property management brainstormers. It's Bob Preston here, your host, and welcome to 5-Minute Friday. FMF is a mini podcast series where I offer my best tips and advice regarding questions I frequently get from property managers, real estate investors, and landlords. I do this every Friday in five minutes or less. So if you're new here, consider subscribing to get all my quick advice and updates. And let's get started with today's FMF. Happy Friday, everyone. This episode of FMF is dedicated to those landlords and property managers in the state of California, because I've been getting a lot of questions over the past 30 days about the new eviction protection laws that just were passed recently by our California state legislature and signed into effect by Governor Gavin Newsom. Full disclosure here, I am not an attorney, so please do not take this episode as legal advice. I'm giving my opinions here, my summary of the law. Please consult your own attorney. This new eviction moratorium law was signed into effect at the end of August and is referred to as COVID-19 Tenant Relief Act, otherwise known as AB 3088, into law. And I just wanted to bring everybody up to speed on this new law. I'll warn you, it's all pretty confusing and can be a little complicated. I'm going to paste a flowchart link in the episode notes for further reference and clarification that you can refer to from there. So for sake of simplicity, I'm going to refer to what's known as the COVID-19 Tenant Relief Act. I'm going to refer to that as AB 3088 or 3088. AB 3088 continues protection for residential tenants with a financial hardship specifically related to COVID-19 from being evicted until 2021 under certain circumstances. AB 3088 limits a landlord's ability to evict a tenant for non-payment of rent due from March 1st of 2020 to January 31, 2021, if the tenant has experienced a financial hardship related to COVID-19. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. There's a difference between how a landlord would treat rent collected that has accrued from March 1st, 2020 to August 31st, 2020. And this is referred to as the protected time period and rent that accrues if the dates are between September 1st, 2020 to January 31st, 2021. This period of time is known as the transition time period. Even the statutory notice that needs to be served for each of these two time periods is different. So only a resident who returns a signed declaration after a pay or quit notice has been served is protected. If the tenant fails to return such signed declaration within the time periods specified, a landlord is able to evict those residents who owe back rent and have been served with a notice and served with a notice as early as October 5th, 2020. If rent is in arrears from what is known as that protected time period, in other words, rent that was due between March 1st, 2020 and August 31st, 2020, the landlord must serve the resident who owes the rent during that protected time period with what is known as a 15-day notice. And by the way, that's 15 court days to pay or quit. The notice must also include specific statutory language in a declaration form attached to be completed and signed by the tenant under penalty of perjury that the tenant has experienced a COVID-19 financial hardship. The 15-day notice must also set forth the exact amount of rent demanded and the date each amount came due. The tenant has 15 court days to return the notice. If the tenant returns the declaration within 15 days, 
on the rent that was due during that protected time period, the landlord is unable to file an eviction against the tenant. Instead, the rent becomes classified as consumer debt, and the landlord can later file a small claims action against the tenant as of March 1st, 2021. If the rent that is in arrears has occurred during that transition time period, in other words, rent due between September 1st, 2020 and January 31st, 2021, they would proceed with a similar 15-day notice, that's 15 court days to pay or quit, and again, includes specific statutory language and a declaration form to be completed and signed and returned by the tenant if they've experienced a financial hardship relative to COVID-19. The tenant, again, would have 15 court days to return this notice. The difference is that the tenant is protected from eviction under AB 3088 as long as they return that declaration regarding a COVID-19 financial hardship and pay at least 25% of the rent for each month, which is still due. Now, that 25% does not have to be paid in each month when rent becomes due. The tenant can pay the full amount, but it would need to be paid by January 31st, 2021 in one lump sum in order to avoid perhaps being evicted as of February 1, 2021. There's no eviction that can be caused to recover that remaining 75% of the rent. Again, that 75% of rent would be considered a consumer debt, and the landlord can then file a small claims action against the tenant as of March 1st, 2021. Now, like with many laws, there may be exceptions to this in your particular local area. So I would encourage you all to check with your local ordinances and by all means, if you find yourself in a situation like this, consult an attorney to make sure you're following proper law and the proper protocol. Thank you for joining this episode of 5-Minute Friday. TGIF, keep the faith, and we'll catch you next week.